Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode 108. It's Monday night, May 9th, 2022. Thank you for listening. Going solo tonight. Bo and Brian are off. A little misunderstanding, I think, about scheduling, but no worries. I'm going to make this a quick one and get out of here so I can go watch the Grizzlies game at 9 o'clock. Just going to cover some news and a little bit of playoff talk, and uh, that'll be it. Visit our website. It's houseofhoops.com. That's H-A-U-S of hoops.com. There you can find anything House of Hoops related. Anything you know. Or you can just Google us, whatever. Always looking for voicemails. That number is 901-300-6575. Call us with your playoff thoughts. We'll talk about it. We'll play your message. And we'll talk about the topic. Let's start with some news. Big story to me was Mike Brown moving from San Francisco to Sacramento. It's a weird hire, but Mike Brown comes from a winning background. He's coached good players, high-profile players. Maybe I'm thinking Sacramento wants him to bring that Warriors attitude over. That's all I can really think. They want to bring that Warriors culture into Sacramento. But I think that culture is more about Steph than it is Steve Kerr and coaching. I think Steph Curry is very important on how they play and the attitude of the team. I would say Sacramento needs to fix that roster. But who knows if Sacramento has a better start to their season. They may be a presence in the league. I don't think the roster is good enough yet. But maybe it's good enough with Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox to be a decent regular season team. I would think sub-500. Good luck, Mike Brown. Good luck, Sacramento Kings fans. I wouldn't be thrilled. Put myself in their shoes. I'm not super happy about Mike Brown. I'm thinking fix the roster. If I'm a Sacramento fan. That's what it looks like to me. Next up, Sixth Man of the Year award was given to Tyler Hero. It was pretty unanimous. There wasn't a lot of controversy. He got 96 votes for first place. Kevin Love got three votes for first, first place. And Cam Johnson with Phoenix got one vote for first place. That's it. It was Tyler Hero. He's very good. He absolutely deserves it. What's left? MVP? Nikola Jokic today 
was announced as the winner. There's a little controversy. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, or Nikola Jokic are all totally fine candidates. The correct answer to who should have won it was any of those guys. Embiid has a good case. I would have been fine with it. Or Giannis. I wouldn't care. I think they all deserve it. What Bucks and Sixers fans can be happy with is their team is still alive in the playoffs. Denver can't say that. But Jokic is so good. I mean, you can't argue any of those three guys deserved it more than the other. The voting results haven't been released yet as of Monday, but I imagine it will be close. It'll be interesting to see who came in second in voting, but I think it'll be real close. I guess we'll see. Let's see. All right. I'm going to move on to playoffs. Monday, the number one seeds started their second rounds. Both ones won Phoenix and Miami. Tuesday, Memphis got the win at home to even their series one to one with Golden State. That's the huge Dylan Brooks ejected game. I'm sure you've heard all about it by now if you follow NBA at all. Dylan's was ejected from the game three minutes into the game. Steve Kerr made that comment. He said it was a dirty play. Everybody knows Steve Kerr is just defending his players. He's sticking up for his team. Dylan gets suspended for game three. Probably just because Gary Payton Jr. got hurt. I think if Gary Payton Jr. doesn't get hurt, Dylan doesn't get suspended. But GP2 fell awkwardly on his arm. I guess he fractured something in his elbow. So the league had to come down on Dylan a little bit. They had to suspend him for a game. I don't know if it was the right call. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Being a Memphis Grizzlies fan, but it happened. It sucks for Gary Payton Jr. He's in a contract year. He's like 29. He was looking to get a deal, and he was probably going to make some damn money. It's unfortunate for GP2. I think... That the Warriors or somebody will give him a deal. Anyway. Like a three-year deal. I'm thinking. I can't really be sure. But that's what I think. Three or four years. And let him kind of rehab. And then bring him back. I think it would be smart for the Warriors. To do so. He was so good for them. And he fit really well. He gives them defense. When they need it. And I think the fans will rally behind it in Golden State, too. So when he does come back, I mean, how fired up will everybody be, team and fans? I think the Warriors probably give him a deal. Unfortunately, Brian and Poe aren't here to give us their opinions. (laughs) I'm not going to go into Brooks getting ejected or Draymond having questionable plays. I think the league sent a memo to the referees to just kind of 
watch the physical play and then uh dylan just got caught up in it really early in the game and uh the referees had to make a point i totally understand like i said before i don't like seeing players get thrown out of games i'd rather it be a warning and a big big fine and if he continues to make plays like that and i know they want to keep guys from getting hurt I don't think Gary Payton Jr. got hurt because of how Dylan hit him. He got hurt because of the way he came down. Now, you could say that Dylan Brooks' defense caused him to fall awkwardly, and that's fair. But at the end of the day, players are taught not to land like that. It's a tough situation for Dylan and a terrible situation for Gary Payton Jr. I'm sympathetic. I just don't like seeing guys get pulled out of games, and especially a playoff game. I think if it was a big, big fine and a warning, guys would be less inclined to make hard fouls like that. I honestly believe that Dylan Brooks was just trying to stop him from scoring. But, I mean, he caught him in the head. So you get what you get. Those are the rules. Tuesday night, the Celtics beat the Bucks handedly. On Wednesday, Miami went up 2-0 on Philadelphia. Phoenix also destroyed Dallas in the fourth quarter to win the game. So now you have both number one seeds are up 2-0 in their series. The fourth quarter for Phoenix was where the game was won. Chris Paul went off 6-7 from the field, 14 points. Devin Booker, 3-3 three three from the field, 9 points in the fourth quarter. The Suns missed three shots. They shot 84% from the field in that fourth quarter of that game. I mean, that was it. And Dallas wasn't bad offensively. They shot 40% from the field and from three. But when Phoenix goes... 84% and 75% from three. They scored 40 points in the fourth quarter. To Dallas is 26. I mean, they were just rolling. They destroyed them. Thursday, there were no games. Friday, Kyle Lowry and Joel Embiid both came back for their teams in that Miami-Philly series. Philly won the game, avoiding going down 0-3. Dallas also won to avoid the 0-3. So must wins, really. You you go down 0-3, you're in trouble. Both teams made it a series at that point. Saturday, Golden State beat the Grizzlies by 30 points. That's a Dylan suspended game. Phoenix won 142-112 to 112 to take the series lead up to 2-1. Okay, and then you have John Morant hurts his knee. And it's a huge controversy with Jordan Poole. It looked like Jordan Poole was viciously attacking John Morant's knee. He hit it with his knee, and then he grabbed at it. Now, I don't know when John Morant hurt it. I think he had already kind of hurt his knee, and then Poole was just attacking it. Like he wanted to take him out of the game. 
And you got Steve Kerr over here who's calling us dirty. He's calling Grizzlies players dirty. That looked like a dirty play. It looked like a malicious attack on John Moran's knee to try to take him out of the game. And Dylan was already out. And the Grizzlies refused to play Steven Adams. I'm just... Maybe he wasn't right, Stephen Adams. Maybe he's still uh, dealing with some effects of COVID. That's fine. If that's the case, I understand. Oh, yeah, okay. And then the league takes no action on Jordan Poole. None at all. I just thought it was really bad. And I cannot wait to watch this Grizzlies game tonight. I got about 10 more minutes here and I'm out of here. I just think, you know, I just think this officiating has been weird with this Warriors Grizzly series. It's the most interesting series. It shouldn't be dictated by referees. The officials should not control the outcome. They should just be officiating the game. But sometimes I get the feeling that the officials are dictating the outcome of the games in this series. It's so strange. And I don't want to just blame the referees. I'm not doing that. I just want to watch good games. And I don't want to see any more Grizzlies players suspended. Or kicked out of games. We'll see what happens tonight. I'm really interested to see how Dylan reacts coming back. What kind of aggressive offense he brings. Hopefully he just tries to carry the load and, and his shots are falling. I want to see him go to the hole 40 times. I want to see him at the free throw line 20 times. I'm really hoping for a big Dylan game. He owes us one. <laughs> he owes the Grizzlies a big game. Let's see. Sunday, Dallas beat Phoenix by 10 somehow. I don't know where Dallas came from. They even the series up 2-2. If Boston and Memphis win tonight on Monday, every series will be 2-2. That's how even it's been. There will be no five-game series. It will all be sixes or sevens if Boston and Memphis can get wins tonight. Dallas just willing their way into wins. I mean, it's all Luka, right? Luka and those three-point shooters in Dallas. The guy just will not give up. And then uh, Philly beat Miami again to even up their series with Embiid back. Embiid, that's how important he is to that Philly team. Without him, they go down 0-2. With him, they win two in a row. Yeah, there's a case for MVP there. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I'm saying all three of those guys are MVPs. No question about it. Next week, we'll have teams eliminated from the playoffs. Looking forward to it. The Warriors are still the favorite to win it all, according to Vegas, with Phoenix not far behind them. Warriors are plus 225. Suns are plus 275. And then the Bucks are plus 450, Heat are plus 600, Celtics plus 700. So that's like 7 to 1 odds. 
And the Sixers, Mavericks, and Grizzlies are pretty far back long shots. Talking about 14 to 1 and 33 to 1, 22 to 1. So it's Warriors or Suns or Bucks. I think still Warriors Bucks is the finals everybody wants. I think that's the finals that is the most interesting. But the Suns in the finals would be fine too. I just think the Bucks handle them again. I think the Warriors have the best shot against the Bucks. Hell, the Celtics could still do it. They could still make it. it just doesn't look likely. Bucks or Heat look like better teams right now. That's what Vegas thinks. Well, I'm going to get out of here and go watch the Grizzlies game. Thanks for listening to my 10-minute podcast.